Konnichiwa. And hey, y'all. I'm Leslie. And I'm Laurie. And welcome to Sumo Kaboom, where we talk about all things sumo. That's right. And today, this week, we're talking about the bonzuke. That's right. But, but first. But first, newsflash. All right, so the most popular Rikishi contest has ended. And? All the votes are in. Over 50,000 people voted. And this year, you know who won it all? Who? Guess. Um, Ichinojo. Nope. <laughs> I think he should be. It's like, he kind of looks like a sourpuss, doesn't he? <laughs> he does. I like him because I've Always. seen him smile now. So I've changed my attitude about him. But he <laughs> does just kind of look a little sour. <laughs> no, this year's number one was Takakeisho. Was it really yeah, Takakeisho? Takakeisho, That, yes. I did not expect that. Exactly. I did not either with Asanoyama in a close second. I see. I would have guessed Asanoyama first. I can't remember who was third and then... And, wh- and why do and people then love... And then Kakaru was fourth. Why do people love Takakeisho so much? Do you I, know? I don't know what it is. I guess people just like him. I mean, I like him when is I he, watch him. Well, is he like... Is he a sexy sex symbol in Japan? Maybe. The pictures, though, like their winning headshot is a big old smile from Takakeisho. It is a little joyous. So I don't know. Maybe people just like him because he's just so round and he's fierce. And I don't know. I like him, too. He's just He just looks jolly. So do they have this contest every year? Apparently. Also, this is quite amazing. There was a group of rikishi from Sakagawa stable, and they pulled a woman up to the riverbank and shore, basically, because she decided to jump off of a bridge that was close to the stable. And so there were shouts for help, and the rikishi came to To help. her rescue. Yeah. And the to sta- rescue a damsel in distress. Yes. I love it. Yeah, but I really respected the fact that the stable master was asked, you know, the press asked questions, and he really tried to keep the woman's ordeal private and chose not to make any comment mm-hmm. uh, really about the situation. So we applaud their efforts and helping to save a woman's life. Also, saving lives, sumo wrestlers are doing some good. Well, wait, uh, before they were... we go, hold on, before we go on to the next yeah. story, the image in my mind, like of the article that I read about that saving the woman, yeah. is that they were trying to lift her up out of the water. Like these strong sumo wrestlers came over and they figured out how to get her out of the water, like up over a big escarpment type thing. Oh. So so in my brain, I have this whole movie playing in my mind of all these sumo wrestlers on the shore of the river, passing her from sumo wrestler to sumo wrestler up the hill using all their strength. I'm sure it was just like that. I'm sure it was just like that. Yes. That wasn't quite the feel I got <laughs> from the article I read. Sumo wrestlers uh, are doing more good. Chiono Kuni donated over 3,000 masks to a social welfare program in, in Iga, I-G-A. I think that's the name of the town. So that was really sweet. Also, uh, not at all related to that, the Bonzuke that was out on April 27th will be the one that they use for the July Basho. So, so no that, new Bonzuke. No new Bonzuke, which would have been weird because they would have been making like new rankings on no action. <laughs> yeah. But, but no adjustments. That's the one that goes forward, which brings us into, again, what we talked about up top about what we're talking about today. 
which is the bonsuke. Okay, when you see a sumo wrestler holding up a piece of paper with a lot of marks on it and pointing at one area on the paper, it's usually the bonsuke that they're pointing to. And they're usually pointing to their name. To their name <laughs> on the bonsuke. That's right. So that's the document we're going to talk about today, where it comes from, how it was developed, how to read it, what it means, all that kind of good stuff. And take Let's it away. Let's start with a little bit of history. All right, dating back hundreds of years, this official document is the listing of rankings of all the rikishi, and it's divided into east and west. Kind of think of it like the NFL has has four divisions, you know, and this is kind of... I did of, not know that, actually. Yeah, and baseball has three divisions. <laughs> did not know that I either. I think I had to look that up, but who knows? <laughs> yeah, they have east and west, north or southwest region. I don't know. Nor but it's kind north of... North NFL? I've heard western no, division. No, Oh, don't listen to me i know nothing about football yeah there's like 16 teams within each division i think sorry we need to bring our father in to explain this yeah he would be able to explain this perfectly yeah well that's how you get to the super bowl is that people of the top divisions end up going into the playoffs and then you end yeah, up makes playing each perfect other perfect sense this explanation anyway, of a we sport we clearly <laughs> totally get football <laughs> Which is a tragedy because we're Texas girls and we're raised on it, but we're like, but we're still not don't know the inner workings. Football. No, no. So the Bonzuke Hyo is the official name, okay? And it was originally written on a on a wooden block, but then it became distributed by Yukioe <laughs> Prince. Oh, yeah. You know what those are? Those are woodblock prints. Remember? You mentioned them in yeah, previous. Yeah, it's because one. I was way. I thought that was the name of the artist, and I was way off. Oh, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's a certain style. It's like what you see all the Japanese art from in the Edo period is these woodblock prints. Anyway, <laughs> but these these bonzukes started somewhere around 1716 to 1735. That's when they were they were being distributed. Now they also had this wood board vertical presentation, and that started in. 1759 and that was hung at the tournaments to show rankings and the listing of all the wrestlers and the promoters where the wrestlers are from and even sponsors so many sumo tournaments way back then they weren't always held for the public so then became kanjin sumo which is the public sumo tournaments kind of what we have today and the bonzuke made the transition to washi paper to distribute widely to townspeople did i say widely weird but i no, did you did all right i Wait, said it so, weird. so just to make sure i'm following you first it went out on these wood blocks well, the smaller ones and then no, these no 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 i think what i'm trying to say is the wood block prints they would make one and then they'd make the yukioe from that and like distribute. A stamp. Yeah, but lots of times these would just be circulated to the patrons, sponsors. They weren't so not wild, not, not wildly, not widely distributed. No, no. Boy, we're both having trouble speaking I know. today. Not widely distributed amongst the public. Right. Until they started to have public tournaments. And then the reason being they needed to get the word out. And About lots, who these people were. Where yeah. They're from. Okay. But the places that would hold the tournaments for the public would be the shrines. And oftentimes they would, the shrines and temples would be having this sumo tournament to raise money to like fix a repair for like a fix a wall or okay. you know something needed to be fixed. So yeah. they would raise money for the temple. And by doing that it was an advertisement. And that would let townspeople know 
know who was wrestling, where they're from, and who okay. the sponsor was and all that. But I think prior to that, they had wooden boards. Like I said, they were- The and, big, and, tall, yeah. like a billboard Well, you almost. still see them. Yeah. yeah. You still see them. But you would have had to either be at the event to be able to know what their rankings are. Okay. So the distribution of that came with the washi paper and the, the Yukioi prints. Got it. All right. That makes sense, right? Yes, it does. Early 1700s. But after 1860, they started to use sometimes photographs and lithographs, which lithograph means just any sort of copying technique. Uh, From the Japan Times article of May 2nd, 2018, the curator of the Sumo Museum in Tokyo said, we estimate that the first Banzuki was published sometime between 1711 and 1760. In those days, the east and the west side rankings were printed on separate sheets of paper. Right. And we don't have one of those in the museum, but the oldest Banzuke we have is from 1721, July of 1721. That's pretty cool. kind of amazing, right? Today, the eastern division is still printed on the right side of the paper, and the western is on the left side. Mm -hmm. Each wrestler's Shikona is listed along with his hometown and rank. The top of the document has the Makauchi division, which is the highest rank, obviously, in sumo, comprised of 42 wrestlers. But as you move down the page, the letters get smaller and the wrestlers decrease in rank and divisions get lower. And the top wrestlers are literally at the top, like top Mm -hmm. of the hill. And the remaining wrestlers from the other five divisions kind of trickle downwards on the page. According to Wikipedia, the names of Gyojis, Yobidashis, Shimpan, which are the judges, Oyakata, the elders of the JSA, and occasionally hairdressers, the Tokoyamas, are also listed. And I found this really fascinating breakdown. Um, We'll put it in our show notes, but it breaks down as you're looking at the Bonsuke where all of that is because I just thought it was all wrestlers and then I was like oh no that's where the gyojis are that's where the yobidashis are oh and east and west yeah because they belong to east and west it it just was like oh it was a light bulb moment yeah no I did the same thing as I was researching this yeah I found those same breakdowns and it really helped me understand the document okay so how did the bonzuke come to be Okay, so after tournament is over, a few days later, a group of about 20 sumo judges and about three sumo supervisors discuss all the 600 to 800 wrestlers and their performance of the last tournament, and they make up a ranking. And that assembly is monitored by a gyoji, and the rankings are mostly... Uh, whether or not the wrestlers got their kachikoshi or their makikoshi. Kachikoshi is the winning record. Makikoshi is the losing record. And it serves as a way to just sort of, in a very basic way, just track the wrestlers' improvements by looking at this very baseline of success. If you got a kachikoshi, you're guaranteed to get a promotion. And if you got a makikoshi, you're guaranteed to go down a rank. And it's pretty simple. And then after that, they look at the overall wins and losses. And that depends on how far up or how far they fall. Right. And and uh, so that made a lot more sense. Why we always hear, oh, did they get their kachikoshi? And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's always good to have more wins than losses. But what that actually means in terms of the bonzuke is, is kind of interesting. Yeah. Okay. Then as everyone is deliberating, it's copied down by a gyoji in this really beautiful calligraphy, which they have to study for over 10 years to perfect. Isn't that amazing? 
Uh, yeah. And they have to be approved after those 10 years. They're like, you're not ready. You're ready. You're not ready. But mm-hmm. it's kind of crazy. But once they kind of jot it down, they seal it in a safe for mm-hmm. safekeeping. Yep. And that is generally revealed 13 days prior to the next tournament. But actually about 21 days, they take the paper out and then mm-hmm. a few gyoji given permission to be able to write in this. It's called um, Nagishiru, which is a sumomoji. It's it's one of the Edomoji lettering styles. Yeah, it's a special style of writing. Yeah, it, but it's thick, bold strokes, and it's meant to represent the wrestler's power and strength and calligraphy. Isn't that crazy? Like, yeah. it's supposed to represent their power. What I think is so interesting about the writing in and of itself is, uh, okay, in the research I did, I was surprised to see that when the judges write it out, they start at the very bottom, left-hand corner, mm. w- with the sort of approved by symbol and the date. Right. The date that they're making. Well, after they make the frames Uh and then they do the date that they're that they're writing it in. And then they start in the lower left hand corner of each side and they put the people with the least standing in first. So they use the thinnest, smallest strokes ever to write all of. I mean, there's like 600 names. Yeah. Or more or more on this document. So they start at the very bottom left hand side of each one with the smallest calligraphy ever and they work their way up through all the ranks and all the things I that need to be said. I guess it takes 10 years to learn how to space on a page. It's not well, like they exactly. got a ruler that Ex- they're like. <laughs> exactly. And then when they get to the very top in the right hand side of each column, that's where the Yokozunas are. Right. And their box that they're written in is bigger than oh, anybody. Yeah. And the actual strokes from the calligraphy pen are strongest yeah. and broad and thickest in the Yokozuna ones. It's almost like they're trying to put the power of the sumo wrestler within the language itself on the page. It's really beautiful when you think about it. My mind was just blown at, I mean, I'm sure they have cheat sheets, but just being able to have a group of 23 people deliberate for over 600 people, you know? Yeah. Like looking at their ranks and looking at where they are and... I wonder at all their records. Yeah, I wonder if some of them specialize in the lower ranks or, you know, or how they how I'm they sure delegate. I'm sure that happens. Yeah, cuz how would you know unless they truly have spent their whole lives dedicated to knowing each and every single wrestler well, so incredibly and, well. And they might, but I mean, I found out this week that there there's a certain group that is a it's uh, the title is something like Yokozuna Delineation Council. Deliberation. So, Deliberation Council. Council. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, thank you. And that make and sure that they have the hinkaku. Well, which is yeah, the, to make sure that they're cho- grace. that they're choosing a yokozuna that is ready to be right. a yokozuna, right? So that's a smaller group within the JSA that does that. So I'm sure that there are smaller groups within each one of those who focuses on all those different. Yeah, 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 all those different wrestlers and who's ready for the next rank and, you know, how they've been fighting. I'm sure that's in place. Yeah. Well, it takes about three gyojis to, with precision and great skill, to go back over with black ink on washi paper and make sure that it is just perfect Mm -hmm. to then, therefore, go to the printer and be distributed to the friends of the sumo world, schools, sponsors, shops, and places for people to buy it. And yeah, um, I found out that the day the Banzuke is released, there's no training in the sumo stables. Did you find that out? Yeah. Do you know why? Well, it says that the wrestlers spend hour upon hour stamping, folding and mailing out yeah. these documents to their supporters, to their sponsors. Which is an ancient really tradition, because in the old days, that's what they had to do. If you're going to be sponsoring me or you're going to be my patron, you have to know how I'm how hard I'm working for you. I love it. So they 
Definitely make sure that they have that personal touch, especially with people that are helping to sponsor them. Yeah, I love yeah, it. I love that too. You can find on social media some pictures of the guys who like are spending all day just addressing <laughs> letters. And yeah. Well, and it's the lower ranked wrestlers that have to do it. Like, I don't think Hakaho does it. Probably not anymore, but I imagine he did. Although, at some point. well, yeah. Although now maybe his donors are so big, they probably expect a personal note from Hakaho. So who knows? Who knows? All of this information on the Bonsuke is kept secret under lock and key until that, you know, 13 days before the tournament, it's revealed. And then everybody goes and hubbubs about, oh, did you see this person? Did you see this person went up? Oh, I'm so upset. There are some people who do learn a little bit earlier. And that is for wrestlers who go from Makushita up to Jurio because they have to be immediately notified because they become Sekitori and they have to prepare for that. So I, I think that the overall it's it's such a beautiful tradition and detail to it. It just it's mind blowing. And it's just impossible to think when you look at it that this was not made by a machine. This was yeah, made it's by all a, handmade. Yeah, it's made by hand. So that's about it on my history side. Nice. One little thing I want to add to that, because I thought you did a marvelous overview of that. Mm-hmm. The text that they use for the lowest ranks are written with symbols whose name literally mean best viewed through spectacles. Yeah, amazing art form. That's all I have to say. Amazing art form. Amazing. And before I go on, I do want to remind our listeners that we have already done an episode on ranking. I think it was our second episode. Yeah, maybe. Ever. We talked about what all the ranks are for the higher division wrestlers. I don't think what we mentioned that day is what it takes to go from one rank to the other. So I just thought I'd add this little extra piece on for people who are really into the Bonsuke and are into following a wrestler as he goes up or down, unless he's a Yokozuna and then he doesn't go up or down anymore. He just stays at the top or retires. Okay. But if you want a little primer, go listen to episode two. In that episode, I told you about my little mnemonic device of remembering all of these rankings. And I always use the one that goes, you only say kind mantras. Yokozuna, Ozeki, Sekiwake, Komosubi, Mayushira. Mayushira. Yes. When I first started watching Sumo, it was just a little too complex for me. So it all really went over my head. But the more I'm getting into Sumo, the more I'm like, oh, no, this is really kind of cool. I can see why people follow this. Well, you just think of it as like in band. You know, in band, you have first chair. Yeah. And then you have second chair. Yeah, It's like the people who are the best are the first chair. And then if you're like ninth chair trumpet, then maybe you need to work a little bit harder to get. Yeah. And you have your own (laughs) title as ninth chair trumpet. That's right. That's right. But first chair trumpet is the Yokozuna. Exactly. Or the grand champion whose name literally means, we've talked about this before, horizontal rope, which refers to the ceremonial belt they wear in the ring entering ceremony. But it's not like a little belt. It's like a 45 pound huge woven. what it is superhero belt with lightning on it right those are it's not subtle no not subtle at all (laughs) it's like you cannot know a yokozuna when you see one yeah can't wear it to the grocery store no good but you probably shouldn't probably should not wear it on the bus or anything like that only to be worn in very specific situations but basically to be a yokozuna to be the guy in the upper right hand corner of each side of that bonzuke in the biggest boxes with the boldest text you have to have been an ozeki 
So rank below. Yeah, you can't go from like Komusubi up to No, you can't. Yokozuna. It's just not You can't possible. go from Maigashira 15 to Yokozuna immediately, right? Yeah, you have to go through all you the have other to work, ranks. Yeah, you got to yeah. work your way up. So you have to be an Ozeki with enough power, skill, and grace to qualify. The biggest standard to get there, I believe we've talked about this before, is to win two consecutive championships as an Ozeki or an equivalent performance. Let me just say, this whole Banzuke and the idea of ranking, what's so frustrating and so amazing about this ranking system is that it's a purely human endeavor. It is imperfect. It is group decision making. Right. So some people inevitably win big in a ranking and others lose big in a ranking. And yeah. it's part of what makes sumo so exciting. Yeah, so I think the last tournament we saw, there were I can't remember who it was, but there were a number of people who were like, I can't believe he got bumped down that or I can't believe he made it. Yeah. Was it took a short you? Yeah. Who he got went bumped up, up and really everybody big. was like, wait, he won a tournament. That's great. But like prior to that, he was like way down there in the ranks. And now you bumped him up like way beyond where he maybe should have gone. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, when I say this is what you need in order to be a Yokozuna, know that there are always exceptions to this rule. Right. Because there might be someone who ticks all the boxes off, but is still too young to be a Yokozuna. Right. Or, or they just don't like you. you I mean, exactly. sadly, they just don't like you. Exactly. <laughs> so to be a Yokozuna, minimum, you should have won two consecutive championships at the Ozeki well, level. Well, that's what happened. We talk about Konishiki, but he would have been the very first grand champion. That right, was but he a wasn't. Foreigner. Yeah, and yeah. he wasn't. And I think that there was just resistance because he was not Japanese. Exactly. And he had won, right? He had won two tournaments back to back. Yes, He I had all so. the requirements, but they were like, no thanks. Yeah. Which was crushing. Yes, it was. But he was part of changing the sport right. and, and bringing it into the modern age. And now there are foreigners who right. are Yokozuna now. Right. And I mean, he was yep. he was Hawaiian or Samoan, and he opened the door for Akibono, who was right behind him, who That's did become the very first exactly. foreign Yokozuna. Yes, yes. Another idea of an equivalent performance to become a Yokozuna would be something like you, in the previous three tournaments you have at least one tournament victory and two runner-up performances with all three records above 12 wins. There just has to be a very consistent high-level performance to be a, a Yokozuna, as well as Hinkaku, which we have discussed before. You have to have a kind of dignity and grace in order to become a Yokozuna. Right, you can't yeah. be a punk. You really can't. Or if you are, you will soon lose. You will soon will have soon. to retire. <laughs> yeah, which has happened. Yeah, which has happened. So the next box over to the left on the Banzuke will be the Ozeki, mm -hmm. the champion rank. I don't know what the literal meaning of the word Ozeki is. I couldn't find it anywhere. It just kept saying oh. it has to be a champion. Okay, champion rank. There have to be two Ozeki, one on each side. There don't have to be any Yokozuna, interestingly. So some Banzuke come out and they don't have any Yokozuna in the corner, but they will always have an Ozeki for each side. In order to become an Ozeki, you have to be a Sekewake to be considered for promotion. And you have to have, and again, like this rule is not fast and solid, but you're supposed to have 33 wins mm -hmm. over three, your, your three most recent tournaments. tournaments right? And I say it's not 
not solid because Osana Yama had he 32. Did. Right, but they like him. Well, yeah. Because like they I want said, this another, they want another Japanese Yokozuna. They want to believe in him. Yes. You yes. can see it in this Other, council you, in, yeah. for good and for bad. But you're like, oh, it looks like they're all Team y- Asano Yama. Well, yeah, who knows? I don't know enough about Sumo to be able to say, oh, yeah, this guy's definitely in or out. I feel like I'm still too much of a newbie to be able know, to identify but you, You've been watching long enough to be able to know someone's momentum as they're getting close to that. That is true. Other factors towards promotion to become an Ozeki include things like winning a tournament. Mm-hmm. Duh. Defeating a Yokozuna. Right. That's gold mm-hmm. star. That's as, a big deal. Yep. Uh, as well as just your overall consistency, prowess, and quality of sumo. Right? For example, if you're jumping out of the way often in your sumo, they're not going to be like, oh, that guy's right. an Ozeki. They want you to meet it, meet the match yeah. in the middle with, yeah, exactly. like really fight. They you want you to be to really side. Exactly. Which some guys do. They jump to the side because they need the win. Well, and we it's talked legitimate. about this before. Yes, it's a legitimate move. You can use it. It's not well respected. But Yokozunas use it as well. Yep. Not they often. Do. They do. But they do. They do when they need it. Yes. Okay, so it's really, really hard to become a Yokozuna, but it's also really, really hard to maintain a rank of Ozeki. You have to consistently fight well from this position, okay? And everything from Ozeki down on the Bonzuke, you can move up and down on the Bonzuke. Right. And it depends on how much you win or lose, okay? You have to win two consecutive tournaments as an Ozeki. If you don't, if you ever have a losing record in a tournament, then you become what is called Katoban. Mm-hmm. And what that means is you have another chance to produce a winning record or else you're going to lose your rank. If you make a winning record 8-7 or better in the next tournament, you're restored to regular Ozeki status. If, on the other hand, you suffer a losing record in the next tournament while Katoban, you're relegated to Sekewake in the following tournament. Right. It wasn't this always Goedo's deal. He was constantly always on Katoban. Yeah, he was. It's kind of many, like many probation yes. in some ways. It's like you are performing well, but not well enough. Yes. And so we're going to give you a slap on the wrist at this last one. And yeah. then this next time you better kick it up. Yeah. And if you lose your rank and you're in second walk. I think that's why he retired, right? Because he, 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 yeah. he didn't get it. Exactly. And so therefore he's like... I. I, uh, thanks, fellas. And he was so used to getting it. So if you fall to Sekewake and you win 10 or more bouts there, you can be restored to Ozeki. So you have, uh, there's a couple ways to jump back, but you cannot lose at Sekewake. And or those else are just you fierce just battles as well. Yeah. I mean, yeah. when you're in those top ranks, you, you have a hard schedule. You're, it's not like you're going up against little yes. guys. You're yeah. going against all the, the other men. Of the best. Good guys. The best of the best. So this is a really hard rank to achieve and to maintain. And I will say anybody who makes it to this rank and the, you know, the top slots will be forever referred to as former whatever the rank is. Former Ozeki. So former Ozeki, former Sekowake. Whatever your highest rank you achieve becomes your former of for all time. So even if your record continues to get worse and worse and worse, and now you're fighting at the Mayushira 17 level, you will always be referred to as former Ozeki, who is now Mayushira yeah. 17. I mean, Takiyasu's like uh, Mayushira, what, 14 or something in this 
in this Bansuke. Let's hope he jumps right back up there. So Sekewake, the highest rank you can achieve by continuously making a kachikoshi. The promotion to Sekewake depends on space being available or typically, you know, winning at Komasubi rank at 11-4 or something like that. So consistently doing well at the Komasubi rank bumps you up to Sekewake. Mm-hmm. Unlike the higher ranks of Ozeki and Yokozuna, a wrestler will almost always lose the rank immediately if they have a losing tournament at this level. It seems like no one holds those levels for very long. The people are in and out of Komusubi Sekiwaki. They uh, really are. Up and down, up and down. It's yeah. like literally one tournament. Yeah, Yokozuna, you hold on to it. Ozeki, you have a chance to hold on to it over a couple, maybe three tournaments. But other than that, if you do not win more than you lose, then you drop. Right. It's pretty fast. Okay, so let's talk about Komasubi. The person who has the Komasubi rank, the Komasubi, the word itself means the little knot, as K-N-O-T, and it refers to a matchup between wrestlers. The next time you watch somebody wrestle at the Komasubi rank, I want you to give them a little love, because this is the hardest rank, Komasubi rank. Right. And I say that because... The people who end up at this rank are, are doing really well at the lower Maegashira levels, and they're going up, 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 up. They're feeling really confident about themselves. And when they go into a tournament with this rank, on day one, they face the Yokozuna. So it's like walking in and being like, oh, hi, Serena Williams. I'm fighting the hardest person on day one. And then they fight down from there. I just like the idea of you like taking like some light tennis lessons and then be like, you're next opponent is Serena Williams. Serena. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You just do some regional tournaments and then Serena Williams. And then boom. Yeah. So what you, that must, well, the, well, and not only that, but then you fight the Ozeki and maybe another yeah. Ozeki and that you just fight all of the hard. The big dogs. The yeah. big dogs on week one. On yeah. week one. Yeah, it's So crushing. normally what happens is the Komasubi struggle and struggle and struggle all through week one and then they feel so disheartened by week two that they're just like, oh my God, can I please, can I please just get somewhere close to an even record? Like, Yeah, well, and their records notoriously at this rank are just craps. Yeah. Just literal (laughs) crap. Few men making their Komasubi debut return a winning record in the tournament. It's just a really hard position to hold. Yeah. Again, there has to be two Komasubi, just like many of the ranks above. There's supposed to be two, but just send them a little love when you watch them wrestle. And then the rank below that is Maegashira. And the Maegashira wrestlers are numbered from one down in east and west categories. Mm -hmm. They're the rank and file. Yeah. The number of wrestlers in the Makauchi division is fixed at 42, but the number in Sanyaku is not. So therefore, Maegashira ranks can vary, but typically they're somewhere between 15 and 17 on each side. And movement up and down within the Maegashira rank can be really small or really extreme, depending on how they did in the last tournament. I think the most important thing to realize when you're looking at the Maegashira guys is anybody ranked five or below are usually only going to fight each other. But anybody Maegashira 5 or 4 and up is going to be fighting the really difficult sumo wrestlers. Right. 
Wow, that was a lot of stuff thrown at you, but I think it's just helpful to understand what kind of goes along with all these positions on the Bonzuke and how difficult it is to be to maintain your spot at the top because you've got hundreds of people below you who are all vying for those top squares or I guess I should say rectangles, but you have to be able to consistently win over and over in order to get to the top. I mean, it's no wonder they all have their pictures taken pointing to their names on the Bonzuke because of course that would be a moment of pride. Yeah, like, it's a trophy. Look, like, yes, look, I finally look, did it. I got this far. Right. Yeah. And so from a foreign point of view, from an American looking at it, I used to just, you know, see those pictures and go, oh, how quaint. They're, they're just... They're pointing at I don't know what. But I didn't not... realize it was it was their rank. It's where they're from. They're they're following their rise. Right. They're usually not going to take that picture if they're falling. Right. And the they're, history. The of history of the um, document of where it comes from. And all the people that have that have made decisions to put them where they are. All the people mm -hmm. that have produced the document itself. The hours of time of the calligraphy behind it. I mean, it's a rich, full, beautiful tradition. Would you like to hear some uh, fun facts as we? wrap up this episode? Yes, please. Okay. As I was doing some of this research, I found some other kind of interesting stuff about Bonzuke. Now, the Japanese, they love to rank things. And perhaps the sumo Bonzuke, this was the origin of the modern day Yelp. Okay, follow me on oh, this. Oh, please explain. Okay, so... The Japanese made lots of bonzuke, and they would make one for, um, for instance, there's there's some for broiled eel restaurants. They ranked them from highest, oh. best, up top okay, to lowest, is, lowest, all of them. That is like Yelp. Uh, the rich people living in the Edo period, they would rank them for hot springs or onsen. They would they would rate them in the same sort of bonzuke sort of format, the same sort of document, yeah. size of natural disasters. <laughs> and lastly, this one really was funny popular comedians of the time they would rank them oh and they would have them in bonzuke form oh. like up top like I here's hope, the best oh my god i hope the comedians were taking that photograph of them being like this is me on the ranking well it would have been way back in the ye old times so oh might before be a UK, yeah it might be a ukoa print somewhere oh, okay i don't know but they they have a history of making these ranking charts and also i don't know if it's like popular comedians of the east versus west i don't know but anyway i thought that was kind of fun it may just be where Yelp comes from. Yeah. Also, uh, there was pictorial bonzukes. Yeah, they would make them for special events in 1859. That's the one. We'll have to post it in our show notes. It's the first in the Edo period that was really an art form. Okay. So they would have ones that are just black and white with yeah. the calligraphy. And then they would do pictorial ones like for big for like a new year's event or or any sort of like oh here's a big event uh, the new the beginning of a new era or something like that wow, they would have I'd pictorial love to see ones those. yeah they're really beautiful and kind of fascinating so those are my fun facts awesome so i guess that's it thank you so much for listening this is sumo kaboom yeah look us up online shout us out uh ask us questions tell us what you want to hear about and you guys there's no sumo going on so it's getting harder <laughs> and harder to come up with episode topics <laughs> my god let us know yeah we are but we always love to hear from you so thank you so much for continuing to listen and being our fans and we love hearing from you so yes so until Thanks later again. i'm leslie and i'm laurie sayonara bye <laughs>